This is the Content Defiance Podcast with me, Katie Rittman, empowering impact-driven entrepreneurs to seamlessly nurture your online community, strategize your content creation, and create more engagement, impact, and have fun while doing it. Because now is the time to turn your content into clients. Let's go. Hello, you beautiful people. Thank you so much for joining in for this very first episode of the Content to Clients podcast, the first of many I am envisioning. So today we are gonna be talking about the four things impacting your social media mindset that you can easily switch today. We're gonna identify what these are and then we are going to break these down to change your mindset when it comes to social media. We're gonna be identifying the four main avatars, which I'm sure 99% of you will be able to identify with in some shape or form. So every good business owner will hear someone talk to them about their mindset. And we all understand and know that if our mindset isn't in the right place, then we're really not gonna be achieving the things that we wanna achieve, yes? And the same goes for social media. It is something that we have to give so much of our personality to. The mindset around social media does need to be that of a very positive one. So mindset is often talked about vaguely, but only as a reaction to the negative things that we can see on social media or the negative mindsets that we experience. If we take the time to arm ourselves with the correct mindset now, then we're removing those barriers and thus making our journey on social media what it's meant to be enjoyable, fun, and an amazing extension of our business. So let's dive on in and identify these four main reasons why our mindset is negatively impacted when it comes to social media. Once we get these identified, I'm gonna be giving you the tools to tackle these starting from today. So do make sure to save this episode and share it with the people who you feel might benefit from hearing it. Number one is being concerned about direct negativity and letting that hold you back from even starting. I've heard this from some clients recently, particularly in relation to TikTok, because of the organic capabilities of TikTok does mean that you have the potential of getting in front of a lot of eyes very quickly. And negativity is always going to be something that we have to experience, but more so on TikTok. Is that a reason for you to not start a TikTok account? Definitely not. So I wanna share a little story with you about my first shift in mindset with regards to negativity. Now, like I said, I've got a whole other podcast episode talking about direct online hate and how to deal with it. So be sure to listen out for that one. But for now, here is just a little taste of how my mindset started to shift. So I have a separate account, which was called Twin Mama UK. And I used to just do mummy blogging about my twins and my life with twins. And I put together this really nice video of how I lay out the children's bedtimes when they are poorly and they've kind of got a bit of a chesty cough cold. And I thought it was a very informative, very nice video. And I could not believe it when... For me at that point, I'd never had a video get any kind of traction and boom, in two days, it got 55,000 views. Now that at the time for me was a huge amount of views. 
People saw certain things in the video that they really took a dislike to. Main one being that I chose to have cot bumpers on my cots for my children. One of the craziest things I found was how many young, young people jumped onto this bandwagon. People that I would assume that wouldn't have any ideas or opinions or knowledge about cot bumpers. But yeah, they were so happy to jump in big block capitals with whatever they were writing and make it clear that they were going to pound my ass based off what everyone else was saying. So what did I do in response to this? I started replying to the comments and trying to get people to see that the cop bumpers that I had chosen were safe. People were talking about how well, the strings can be long and thus pose a serious risk. I was trying to show them that strings are very short. There is no way that the children could have got themselves mixed up in it and et cetera, et cetera. And then people just weren't buying it. And so then that started to put me on the defense. Now I was getting to the point where I was just done with trying to argue my point. And eventually I ended up deleting the video. Well, I put it on private so no one could see it anymore just to stop the hate. And I've got to be honest, probably about two days, I really felt uneasy with what had just happened to me. All of these people attacking me in the privacy, comfort and security of my own home. When all I was doing was just, in my view, a really informative video that I really hoped would help some other mums in trying to nurse their babies through a poorly stage. But here is where my mindset started shifting. After a couple of days, I started to have a chat to myself about this and I didn't like how I'd just taken the video down. I felt quite bad. It didn't sit right with me. And so I decided that when I uploaded it, that I was going to brace myself for all the negative comments and I was going to use it as a really good tool to practice not being bothered. So I did re-uploaded it. And then sure enough, within 10, 15 minutes, the algorithm started churning away. And all of these negative comments started flooding back in to the comment section. I must stress that there were some mums that were so grateful for the video and loved all the tips and tricks that I put in there. And I made a point of making sure that if I skimmed through the comments, I would skim through all of the hate and really spend time focusing on those positive comments and replying to those ones. Now, it didn't seem like it at the time, but looking back, this really was the first step in a huge life lesson for me just to practice not being bothered by what other people say because at the end of the day these people are not people that i would go to for serious life advice and when i say that i mean these are not people that we would genuinely care about what their opinion is in real life so why do we care about it when it's on social media do they know us no did they know me no so why do i care about what they've got to say I know it's a cliche, but hurt people really do hurt people and sad people cause sadness. And always remember, guys, you can't argue with stupid. <laughs> if you ever get negative comments, you know, you're never going to change that person's mindset. They've made a stance out in public. They've called you out on something. In probably 0.0001% of cases, would someone retract what they say? And you'd have to go to a lot of effort to help turn that opinion that they hold around and why would you bother wasting your energy trying to do that so i do have more stories about how my mindset a hundred percent 
did a 180. But this story was the very first underpinning example that I wanted to share with you. Number two, we feel too self-conscious and not confident enough to be getting our faces on social media. Now remember, everyone started somewhere, literally every single one of us started somewhere. Every single one of us had that initial first feeling before they put their face on the camera. They felt really silly talking to camera, felt absolutely ridiculous in uploading it, wondering what all of their friends and family and people that know them, what were they going to say? But ultimately, we can't let things like that stop us from posting, especially when it comes to posting with regards to our business. You need to remind yourself all the time that you have unique value to bring. You must ask yourself, why are we allowing the potential opinions of others dictate our life choices? You have the opportunity to show up for your business. And if you choose not to, then you're actively choosing to do your business a disservice. And all for what? The words that you are putting in someone else's mouth, that they probably aren't even thinking. Let's be honest. You do need to recognize that it is your own limiting beliefs taking charge inside that head of yours. Number three is you feel pigeonholed into encompassing a certain style that you feel you need to be because of the platform that you are on. I think we can all agree it's no secret that Instagram is known for its polished, picture-perfect posts. LinkedIn is known for being uber-professional and not really having any sense of humor, but just as much as TikTok is known for its dancing trends, Karens, and conspiracy videos. Opinions like these are what keeps people off certain platforms, and while they may hold a certain element of truth, it shouldn't stop us from being our true selves and showing up on social media on behalf of our business. What would you rather? Stay off a certain platform and miss out on the exposure? Or show up be yourself and give your business every chance of growing and thriving online. I know which one I definitely choose. And number four, last but not least, we aren't really sure exactly where to start and what to be posting. This is particularly true if you are in the early, early, early days of your business, setting up on social media, trying to find your voice, who you are, trying to really niche down and find that ideal client. And what I would say to this is, if you're finding that you are a bit overwhelmed in trying to be on every platform and post here and post there and do these captions and do these hashtags and remember your hooks and call to actions and it's just too overwhelming, right? Especially in those early days. Stop doing all of that. Focus on your one favorite, most enjoyed platform that you find just is easy for you to post on. Just focus on that one. Get the skills down for posting consistently and regularly on that platform. And once that becomes easy for you, that is then when you branch out and focus on other platforms. And if you aren't sure what to post, I will put a link to my freebies that I've got on my website. I've got a list of 120 hooks on there. There is so much value and inspiration inside that hook list. You do need to research your market. And a good exercise is to choose a handful of hooks sounds and video formats and bust out five videos of each just to get you started. And I guarantee throughout that process, you will come up with more and more ideas. Plus you'll get engagement on those videos, which you can then use for even more content. But ultimately the main point that I want to tell you, if you aren't confident in your editing skills is that 
this is where you need to take charge and fill in the gaps of your own learning and solve the problems for yourself. My last suggestion is come on over to our Content to Clients Academy. It is a free Facebook group community where we are sharing so much value inside that group, so many tips and tricks, and really you'll just be surrounded by people that have experienced the same mindset as you and have come around it and will help you to do the same. Thank you for listening to the Content to Clients podcast with me, Katie Rittman from The Viral Edge, available on all major podcast streaming platforms. If you found this episode valuable, please share and follow and even leave a review. And are we friends on social media yet? Please come and find me on your favorite platform and say hi, and I'll see you next time.